Hey, and we are live. Woo! This is Fresher. And this is Parlance. Fresh Parlance Show. Yep, episode number 11. We were number just... 11. 11. Yeah. yeah. Lucky 11. I, we were just arguing, not arguing, we were just having a conversation about a theme song and and I, how we both thought we were going to have one this week. And no, I, I didn't think that we were going to have one this week, but we'll have one soon. Yeah, so I, I decided to quickly hit play, because or live, because I wanted to get that, that conversation on air. It forces, oh. yeah, it forces us to talk about how, how so, lazy we are. I'm working on a song, and it's uh, inspired by a Pizzicato 5 song that's pretty awesome, and it should be done pretty soon. Also, a graphic, if we can figure out uh, how to show that at the beginning or whatever. So I do believe there is an... I Google... this. I'll tell you, the technology is... It, it's rapidly advancing. I believe there is a way to, um, to incorporate a, lo- a logo in front of everything you do. Yeah, I think... Uh, I mean, I know that I can overlay at the beginning of the thing, but it makes it a lot different since it's a live show. If this was just, like, post-edited, it wouldn't be that hard to do that stuff. I know. I know. Because it's, 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 it's an undertaking doing something live. You only get one shot at it. We're, yeah. we're baking a... Breaking boundaries and charting new territory. Not really, because, I mean, you know, there's a billion people doing it. <laughs> there's probably, I wouldn't say a billion, I'm going to say at least 20,000 people doing it. There's probably 20,000 live right now, and we're... I was surprised, though, when you look at the live uh, little hangout thing, there's usually not that many people doing it. Maybe it's not, like, only showing local ones or something. I'd say there's, like, less than 10 or 15 at any time. Interesting. So then we have a good chance of being promoted. I think the more you get, uh, the more the more views you get, the more likely you are to be promoted. That's cool. Yeah. People watch us. Yeah, people have been watching us. I didn't look at last week's stats, but I, I know people are still technically watching us. I saw it. Um, uh, more than technically watch. They need to watch in all regards, not just technically. That is true. Let's just give it to Jeremy. Uh, how was your week? How was your week? My week has been alright. Probably the only notable item I have is that I got a new mattress. I got one of the gel memory foam ones. It's been uh, it's been nice. It still smells though. I hate that when you get a new the foam ones. So I bought a Nuvaform or Novaform yeah. pillow, a pillow, and it had a gel top to it. It was like memory foam with gel. Probably yeah. very similar to your, your mattress. Is this a mattress top or a mattress? Well, I already had a memory foam mattress, so it has, like, solid foam underneath, which is how all of them are anyways. And then the top is... uh, My old one was an inch of memory foam, and so I got two more inches of the gel memory foam. So I actually have a three-layer foam mattress. So, I mean, technically it's a topper, I guess, but... So I I had my... uh, I bought a two-pack of those... Gel foam, Nuva foam, whatever they're called, uh, pillows, and they were super comfortable. I had to take them back. To, I bought a two pack at Costco. I had yeah. to take them back because uh, we let them air out for about like ten days. And the that was snow- a very Canadian about, by the way. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to. You know, we gotta attract many people here. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, broaden I'm, our demographic. Yeah, I'm gonna broaden our demographic by speaking Canadian. So I, I took it back in to and I returned it and I asked the uh, the de- the whatever the customer service person at the desk I said hey um, do you get a lot of these back and she's like yeah we do get a lot of them back and I go is it because they smell and she says yeah all every single 
every single return. They do. I mean, it goes away, though. That's the thing. It's called, like, the fresh foam smell. Uh, it says on the label, too. It just, like, takes a while. Uh, well, 10 days, I feel like 10 days would be enough, and it, it didn't do it, and I couldn't. It, ga- it, it gave me a headache, pretty much. Especially, yeah. it's a pillow. It's right on my head. That's true, yeah. Well, I'm enjoying it, though. It's extremely comfortable. I'm wondering how it'll be in the summer, though, because that's the whole problem with them is they're really warm. And I'm, like, I'm a hot body, so I get super hot really easily. So the summer is, like, pretty rough for me. I prefer cooler climates. Well, you know, just men in general run hot. I think miso more than the usual. I don't know about that because I... So I had recently purchased, uh, went shopping for sleeping bags for myself and my wife. And, you know, they have temperature ranges on there. Yeah. And, like, this is good for this. This is good for this temperature. All of the, um, all of the female ones, essentially, like, if there's a rating and it's a unisex, the female one will be less. It will be for, uh, you know, let's say guys, it's good for, like, zero degrees Fahrenheit. For yeah. women, it'll be, like, 32 degrees Fahrenheit. So basically, they're just way warmer, but... No, no, we're way, I'm sorry, we're way warmer. It'll be. I take that back. For us, it'll be like... No, I said that right, right? Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. I think everyone knows what you mean. Yeah, essentially, Girls yeah. are more cold. Yes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so do you love it, or is, are you in... Like, no, it's... Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Okay. I mean, yeah, only the smell thing. It's actually the last two days I got into work late because I didn't want to get out of bed. <laughs> oh, that's right. You said you didn't want to get out of bed, and now you don't. You don't because of your new mattress. You never want to get I out know, of bed. I know, pretty much. I'll leave there a lot longer. Um, did you do anything, like, fun outside of mattress? Um, trying to think. I always forget the stuff and try to write it down. Um, I know. Maybe not. Ah, I mean, man. I'm sure that I did, but... Right. How about well, what, what, what did I do? Uh, what's your week been like? I watched uh, Robert Redford in All Is Lost. Have you have you heard of this movie? I don't think so. What's its What's its thing? It's actually very good, and I don't want to do. T- so this is a spoiler alert for those who uh, actually I won't spoil it. I'll just give a brief summation of the plot, and then my recommendation or not recommendation. So it's it's he speaks one outside of the intro where he reads a letter, okay, uh, like yeah. a desperation letter. He has one line of dialogue in the whole film. And really? It's, and it's fuck. <laughs> and, he, and he yells it like, ah! Is like, it like multiple camera angles? Like, it's like, fuck, ah, uh, Zoom in on his like mouth. Word. <laughs> no. Um, so he is a... They don't really explain anything. He's just an old guy sailing, um, I don't know if it's the China Sea or, uh, I'm not really sure, but uh, it's he's near Sumatra. I, that could be the Pacific, I guess, too. So, anyway. It's like the coffee. Yeah, so he um, he's sleeping in his bed in the middle and, and wakes up to, like, a water in his, uh, his boat. He's on a sailboat. And a cargo, like, you know those little cargo uh, from, like, Ships, the, the the trailers that they put on them. You mean like cargo ships? Oh, yeah, barge. So yeah, but the the thing that they put on them, the metal container. 
Oh, yeah, like a yeah shipping so container. A shipping container fell off one of these ships, apparently, floated, and the corner of it, like, wet, whacked into his, his sailboat, and he was taking on water, and it blew out his, like, um, his, his radio communications or whatever. And oh, it's the one where it's just all in the water? Yes, and this came out last year, and he was in it. He was great. It was a very bare-bones performance, uh, uh, but what I loved about it is that I don't know much about sailing, but it's one of these movies where lots of things go wrong, but everything he does is right. You know, like, he's doing everything he possibly can do to survive. He doesn't make mistakes. Yeah, because if he did, he wouldn't survive. It's like one of those chance things where, like, that couldn't happen, but it did. Yeah, exactly. And um, and it was... I, I found it to be great. And the fact that he wasn't nominated for an Oscar is just a travesty. He deserved it. He deserved it 100%. He was so good. The movie is very good. Um, I mean, it's a very specific kind of movie, right? So if you're looking for a, a heartwarming, uh, you know, action-packed film... No, but if you want to watch if you want to watch a film that makes you think, like, what would I do in this situation? Oh yeah. Um, and uh, how would I react to that thing that just happened to me? And uh, and just feel frustrated and and very sad. But it's also it's quiet. You're it's like a contained. It's you're very contained when you're watching it because there's not a lot of there's not a lot of emotion in the film. He doesn't show. He's just emotion. like he's trying to survive, right? Yeah, exactly, and. Um, it's it's very good. I don't want to give away too much, but if you watched it... Um... Give it away. Give it all away. That's what we do. I mean, all of our reviews are totally spoilers. Well, I guess this technically isn't one of our reviews. Yeah, so I, yeah, I won't give it away because it's still pretty new. It just came on a video. Maybe... Uh, but if you ever watch it, we could definitely... We could go into it because um, it's, it's really good. Um, and then also, um, I just purchased uh, Marvel... Un- the Marvel Comics, The Unlimited... Like the online one, right? Yeah, so they have an app, too, as well. That's pretty cool. So I'm pretty How long does it last, though? So it's one month. So I did the one month. Nine, yeah. it's, but it's a special for South by Southwest, so I think there's like maybe another five days of this deal. Um, and, or maybe it's a week. I'm not sure. But by next week, I will tell you if it's... It's definitely worth the 99 cents already. I mean, I that's how much, like, the comic costs, like, in the 70s or something. Right, exactly. And this has 15,000 or so comics have already been digitized. Um, that's so, sweet. Yeah, so I've reached out to one of my old high school friends who has a podcast all about comics. That's what he does. He just talks about comics. He, it's, it's like a second job for him. And I, I tweeted out to him. I said, hey, should I do this? It's 99 cents. He's like, hell, just do it. you got to do it. I mean, it's only a dollar. Like, you drop that much on the ground and not pick it up. I think I spent $1.10 for shock tarts today at lunch. So uh, I think, yeah. That's only one-third of an ATM fee. Uh, right. So I did it, and I while I was waiting for you to come online, I, I quickly pl- downloaded the app on my iPad, and I just brought... I You could do an author. You could do a character search, uh, um, like a year search, or like a creator search. Uh oh. Is that you? It is. Feedback. How dare you? I know, right? Um. So I I played with it, and it's it's I I implore you, Jeremy, to um to buy it for ninety nine cents. I know. I thought about it, but I just 
It's one of those dumb things where, like, even though, like, oh, dollar, do I really need to spend it? Even though, yeah, like, ATM fee, I would drop $3 on that just for getting money, which is dumb. Yeah, I should probably just get it. I just feel like I wouldn't use it. Well, it's one month. I mean, be careful. It auto-renews, so it's $9.99 normally. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. If I like this, I'm going to play with it a bunch in the next in this month that I have it. And if I like it, I'm just going to drop the year. It's 65 bucks a year. Um, I would feel obligated to, like, read them, though. Oh, yeah. I, I have no... Uh, what, so what? I, that's a good thing. Reading is a but good those, thing. Okay, here's something. I don't know if that counts towards... Your 46 books. Right, so that's a good question. I was going to tell you, I think I have a... a, a um, I think 10 comic books equals one book. What do you think about that? They have to be in a series. So what about a trade paperback? Does that count? Like if I read a trade? I don't know, what's that? That's like when they take about seven of the same series and put it into, oh. like a, into a larger book. All right, book. I guess. That, hmm. Well, no, I don't know, because it's like not even that many words. You could read one of those in, like, 15 minutes. So, if, if I recall, and I'm going to time myself on this, when I was a projectionist, uh, the, I, I was a projectionist for a movie theater um, in the summer of 98, the summer of Armageddon. <laughs> um, that sounds, like, super official, like, back in the summer of 98, when yeah. I was a projectionist. I'm trying to remember. Mm, thinking what was, back. What was the name of the Nick Cage, Meg Ryan one, where he was like, City of Angels? I'm trying oh, to, yeah. God, Godzilla, I believe was also, ah, I can't even remember. I'm trying to remember the movies that were in that year. Um, anyway, I would, I used to um, take the Marvel, the, the Ultimates, I don't know if you know what these are, but they're kind of big, thick, um, they're on cheap paper stock, and they're like a hundred comic books. In oh one. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I just I've only seen those in Japan. They have those here. Yeah, and they're all in black and white. I don't even know if they're still in print, but um, and a lot of times all the pages like will be different colors and stuff. Yeah, so I had those, and I believe it took me roughly twenty minutes to thirty minutes to read one comic book. You mean like not the whole thing, right? No, not the whole thing. But when I'm reading, you know, a bunch of comics, you know, like whatever, like, in a row, I believe it took me between 20 and 30 minutes per comic book, which probably is slow, I think, actually, but... Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, so... That's you what, were running the projector. That probably took most of your focus. Well, actually, no, because, I don't know, little-known secret, when you're a projectionist, you have two hours of downtime, or 90 minutes of downtime, and then, like, 25 minutes of pure hell, and then, two, like, 90 minutes of downtime. You know, you don't have to, like, monitor temperatures or, like, uh, speeds. Oh, no, rare. No, 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 no. Most of the stuff is very... Uh, uh, like, so nowadays, I don't even know. I mean, you don't even need a projectionist because it's all digital, or most of it's digital. But back... So it's a platter it's system. It's just a robot back there. They have a platter system. So there's these giant, huge, giant disks. Oh, did I die? Jeremy? Platter system. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, there's a platter system, and it's a huge giant That's disc. That's weird. Right? And uh, the, the, the film spools from the inside through the machine, and then it kicks back out and goes onto another spool. I think, we've, I think we're off air. Are we off air right now? Jeremy, are you there? 
So I think we're having technical difficulties because I'm not seeing Mr. Fresher on air. So I am going to have to stall now. All right. So, well, that was technical difficulties. Jeremy. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! It's yeah, my and fault. I, I tried my to. Internet. I got to get like a cord or something. I noticed you were coming in a little fuzzy early, like as it was happening. I thought it was you at first because you were like, and then my thing said like you've been disconnected. The so worst. That, that was terrible, and now I feel like we we've lost all of our viewers. Yeah, I mean, you got a lot of questions. We yeah. Can, we'll, we'll edit that out. We'll edit that out. That's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. That was terrible. So Absolutely you, terrible. You, uh... Well, let's, uh, let's see if we could get these, these things back up. What do you think? What do you say, Jeremy? Yeah, we're, this, is, this is still happening. I, so, I heard that you had some uh, good... Were those Oscar questions? Yeah, we had Oscar questions. Um... I'm I'm posting this this link again uh, to see. Oh, let me let me delete. I that. did find some other useful things while I was trying to figure out how to rejoin. Yeah, and how did you do that? What'd you do? On the YouTube page, you can uh, edit a bunch of the stuff like the control room, like while you're doing it live. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you go, yeah, that was kind of cool. Not to, you know, go into detail, but... Not to go into detail. All right, I'm trying to... So people actually saw this link. I feel bad. Now I have to I have to kill this thing because we had... we That was a terrible mishap. I'm trying to get everything back in line here so people could actually watch this thing live. Uh, it's not. I mean, <laughs> for the... Yeah, it's yeah. not a super big deal. Yeah, it's not a big deal. You're right, it's not. But it's. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. I know, it was a... It's a technical mishap. We'll have to put that in the hashtag, technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Hashtag, so, uh, hashtag, hashtag technical difficulties. Wait, is that? Yeah, hashtag. Hashtag. No, it's this one. It's this one. Hashtag technical difficulties. Hashtag technical difficulties. Hashtag fresher fucked up. So, <laughs> it's uh, not me. It was my it, internet. I believe you. I believe it. I believe that it wasn't. It's Comcast's fault. It was Doctor Com, evil Doctor Comcast. Came that does in. sound like an evil doctor name. Evil Doctor Comcast. I'm <laughs> Doctor Comcast. Yeah, I'm gonna make your downloads slow and your uploads slower. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that's that was terrible. So anyway, I was I was just trying to fill time. Yeah, that was, that was pretty. Guys heard some of it. I felt. I mean, I it was. Oh, it was rough. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I had. I was having many panic attacks. I was trying to. <laughs> I was trying to 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 get. I mean, it. you carry the show, anyways, Peter. That's not true. That is absolutely not true. As a matter of fact, I may have thought that at one point, but after you leaving, I will <laughs> never think that ever again. I will <laughs> never think that ever again. <laughs> that makes that makes me feel good, anyways. <laughs> It should make you feel good because I can't. I'm unable to. I'm unable to. Um, I'm unable to do the show. I like your. Uh, I like it's like how they uh, leave goats with other animals because they're a good companion animal. They make other animals more comfortable. <laughs> so essentially, you're a companion goat, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I'm a companion goat on the show. <laughs> That's cool. Goats are cool. Yeah. So uh, there's a there's a story about goats. Have you ever heard the story about goats? Uh, just like the military thing. No, no. So I, I watched this. You remember back in 2007 when the world was ending? Remember? And everyone was like, the world is ending. 
And, and uh, well, which time? I mean, because uh, the most well, recent one. Was... The financial collapse. The financial collapse. How's mortgage oh, yeah. bankruptcy? All that stuff. So I was I was getting really into the end of the world kind of stuff. Like I thought, yeah. not not like hoarding or not like those packers, those people that are like sticking things. I wasn't collecting bullets or guns. I wasn't. I just was fascinated with the the idea that people thought it was the end of the world. So I watched a uh, doctor, a Russian doctor, I believe, and he was talking about what you need to do to survive. And he was using the collapse of the Soviet Union. Yeah. As a as a template to how to survive, and the he was talking about uh, the 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 thing you want to do is like first off he's like you, you should have things to barter okay so seeds, uh, bullets you don't need to have a gun but you should be friends with people who have guns yeah you, sh you should buy bullets that are used in in many different types of guns right so that could be used basically on a, nine millimeter I guess nine the most millimeter common bullet right. Um, and 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 then he was talking about food shortages and how in the end the thing that will have food at, in the end is fast food. So McDonald's will be one of the last places that will have food, and half of it will be made with like sawdust. So you'll be eating like half soy protein. Half Wait, so this is still assuming that there are like businesses. It's not like total chaos. No, this is what happened in Russia. Oh, oh, oh. So like this is what happened. He's like there was no more food. People were starving. McDonald's was the last thing that had food. And but then he said, "What you need to do is to." Ha he's like, he's like, don't, don't forget about regulations, city regulations, things like that. He's like, just all, what you want is just have a bunch of goats, okay, and just raise them in your garage, okay. And yeah. the reason why goats are great is for two reasons. One, they eat anything. So that's true. So newspapers, refuse, human feces, you name it, goats eat anything, okay. But two, they also make milk. Yeah. So you have milk, and essentially a, a, a animal that's like essentially a trash compactor. Because I guess when infrastructure goes down, there's not you know, no one's picking up trash. Yeah, and also I mean you could uh, totally use the um, manure or whatever for growing stuff. Exactly, and that's why seeds are important. And then lastly, when when it really gets bad, really gets bad, you could eat the goat. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah. Uh, that's why you need multiple. Yeah. Oh, you need a, a lot of goat, right? So anyway, uh, I was. That's one of. That was my prime pet option, and I was thinking to get a pet goat. Goat. Because actually, go the Pygmy Goat Association of the United States is uh, based out of Washington, just not far from here. So now, by the way, we've we've lost our we lost our ability to do Q and A because I did not turn it on in the. At the beginning? Um, yeah, I didn't turn it on at the beginning, and I feel terrible about this. So I apologize to those who cannot give us the Q&A right now. Do we have um, viewers? I can't see the stats. We do. We had two viewers. Uh, now they're down to zero. Um, no, no, I mean, like, on this this go. Yeah, there's a viewer in right now. There's a viewer here right now. Oh. Yeah, so... Hello, viewer. Hello, viewer. Um, I do not have... If it's someone you know me, and you want to just... You can message me on Facebook or whatever... Um, otherwise, you're SOL. Sorry. So uh, anyway, that's the story about goats. They're very useful in in apocalypse. I think times. they're pretty cool animals. Yeah. Speaking of apocalypse, I just I, I was I happen to be watching uh, PBS. Uh, um, I, I prefer PBS News six to seven, the the news hour. I didn't know that the PBS even had news. It's the best news. There's no. It's uh, you know, and I work for a news company, and it's still I think it's better. Um, and normally they cut away for commercial breaks uh, at the very end. They're like, you know, if there's a, 
a pledge drive or something like that, they'll they'll push away to do like a pledge. Um, but if they don't, they'll run a story. And they happen to run a story because they did not go to a pledge break. And it was about starfish wasting disease. Have you have you heard of this? No, I had saw the, an article, but like, I just they were like asking people to report if they had seen any. So it's it's interesting. So the I was I was um, it got my attention immediately because they were like Muckleteo. That's where my wife's family lives, and they were talking about West Seattle. And I was like, whoa, it's a national story, but the, it's all about our area. And they just started noticing, people started noticing that starfish were just dying. That's um, crazy. Yeah, so... That could uh, be the first one. I always think of, like, the first animal. I think of the whole, uh, um, do... That we talked about it before, the android dream of electric sheep or whatever. Right, we've never talked about it on air. No? Oh. No. Well, just how, uh, in that story, the first animal to die were owls. And so, like, that was, like, the the sign of the downfall. So when they had, like a robot owl that was, like, the best... Because they have, like, their spear animal type things or whatever right, that so, people take care of. Right, so this in this case, I, it, it could be the sign it of the It could be starfish, because they didn't yeah. know why. It was just, like, that was the beginning of, like, pretty much everything on Earth dying. Right, and we talked about the extinctions. I don't know if we talked about... I think it was last week we were talking about the extinctions, like, the fifth extinction. So they don't know why, and they're... Um, it's not just Pacific Northwest, though it's it's in a lot of places. Uh, it's going from Alaska all the way down to California, and it's bad. It's really bad, um, and it's crazy. They said that they had seen it happen one other time, though, like in the um... yeah, they've seen it happen um, a couple of times, but apparently it's never been as pervasive across all the way up and down the Pacific coast. They've huh. been, there's been rumors that it's happening on the East Coast, but no verifi- not verified yet. And um, they don't know why, and they speculate maybe warming of the ocean. Yeah, I was reading some other things about just how it's changing the chemical makeup because of the temperatures and things like that. Right, so like oyster farms and stuff like that up north from here, um, in near the Bellingham area... Um, so oyster farms are dying, and if they're actually adding in, kind of like you were talking about, protect goats for socialization. Yeah, I like they're they're a very versatile animal. They're not adding them to oyster farms, but there are adding in. Uh, <laughs> Oysters like to hang out with goats too. Yeah, they're adding in, and I forget what it is, but they're adding in some sort of agent into the water to bring down the um, acidity of the of the water, because otherwise the oysters would just die off. So there's a very possible, a great possibility that if the pH levels or whatever of the ocean get to a certain point, there will be no more oysters. There will be no more mussels. There will be no more mollusks. There will be none of that because it is inhabitable to, um, to these creatures. And that very well could be happening to starfish. And Ooh, the, yeah, go ahead. That's a, that's a good word. I mean, with starfish, yeah, but inhabitable because uh, it's the same as unlockable. In what way? That, uh, you know, it means that you could and couldn't inhabit it. Oh right, right. And but like it, and an un, an unlockable, is means that you can and can't unlock it. Good call. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, th- they showed video of it, uh, and literally the arms when they get infected, they cr- they actually crawl, essentially pull themselves off. Yeah, that's gross. That sucks. Yeah. I feel bad so- for the starfish. I know, and there's literally piles of them, piles of them. 
on the ground, just dead, like shriveled up brown. They're just dying. They're just dying. They said there's um, in that story I, the the um, at that Mukilteo ferry terminal where there's tons of starfish. Yeah. They said there's like 10% left of of that of the normal population is left. Oh, that's crazy. And uh, yeah, what if this is this could be the, this could be the sign, Jeremy. That it's I'm all glad going. that we have enough uh, like technology or whatever to save species, though. As in, like, even though they'll die off, we could have you know a repository of their DNA or whatever. Or just because, I mean, yeah, aquarium. I think a lot of animals are gonna die. Yeah, they're definitely gonna die for sure. Just in general, you know, like it always happens or whatever. Well, it doesn't always happen. Humans kill them. Yeah, but it's it's. I mean, it has also happened that a lot of species, even before we were around, died. So, but, but now died. we can actually. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Humans cause extinctions. In the past, there have been extinctions, but they were not caused. They were caused by external factors that were not human, like asteroid, volcano. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, not that I'm saying that global warming is not from humans or whatever. But I mean, extinctions are gonna happen. Whether it's we are the we are the asteroid or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, in like, this case, if, we're the asteroid. If we didn't ruin it, something else would have in some sort of in like the billion year process. Our planet dies, and everything on our planet dies at some point because the sun burns out or something like that. You know I what see, I mean? Yeah, I see what you're saying. You're saying it's inevitable, Peter. So just deal with it. Starfish were gonna die anyway, so don't even have any sympathy because it doesn't matter. They were <laughs> no, a it's not the sympathy. I'm saying it's better now because. We are able to like preserve them, no matter if they die out or not. That's very that has that's a high. Uh, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But what happens when we die? Well, yeah, then they're gone too. Yeah, exactly. But we're better at protecting ourselves than starfish. True. Although starfish could grow arms and shit. That is pretty cool. Yeah, but apparently. Well, that's why we've got to save their DNA, and so we can steal that from them. Exactly. <laughs> um. Like I, I feel like I don't even. I'm totally, lo- I'm totally lost on time right now. I, I have no idea. We'll, where... we'll go, we'll go more over just because you know. Yeah. Because, of, of me. Okay. Well, I mean, so, we got to talk about a. We have two things we definitely have to talk about. The cosmos about. thing. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yes. So keeping on topic of science, which seems yeah. to be, I think our our thing now. We talk about a lot about science and technology. I like that's my favorite topic actually. So. Yeah. Um. But I thought that was interesting. That um. I mean, that show seems pretty cool. I don't. Think I'm I'm not like super excited for it, cause I don't know like, but I'm glad that it, it could get people more excited about like science and things. But it was interesting in that article. It was saying that it's really kind of going after religion or whatever. Not that religion's wrong, but just that like the super conservative people who just disregard science, it's kind of like calling them out. Yeah. So the, I feel like that, that was so the big news here is that Cosmo. This is the big big news. Cosmo, Carl Sagan's Cosmos is coming back. It's being hosted by uh, is it uh, Neil, Neil Degrassi or yeah. Degrassi? Yeah, which is he's pretty cool. I feel like he's the like leading face of science right now, at least in America. For for absolutely sure, one hundred percent, you're correct. And uh, and uh, in the take of that article was yeah, it was it was kind of like poking fun at not poking fun, but criticizing those who do not. Well, actually... no, it's not even criticizing. It's just like pointing it out, but that like. They dedicated a lot of their first episode to just like countering that people would say that it's not true, basically. 
Right. And what's what's cool is that it's airing on, I think, like, 190 channels or something, consecu- like, all at the same time. Yeah, no, I was surprised. It's on Fox. Which I That's was... just one of the networks. It's on Fox, FXX, like, FX2, um, uh, National Geographic. National I think Ge- it's a super good idea, because, I mean, I think people should be more excited about science. I agree, and that's why I th- that's why I was like, it's a must topic. We should talk about it. It airs this Sunday. Everyone, please watch it. We're gonna talk. I think Jeremy, let's talk about it next week. If All you- right, we'll yeah. we'll make it. A, I'm gonna watch it. I wasn't sure if I was going to, because reading over that thing too, like, I mean, not to say that I know more about science, but it's probably like you know, not as advanced topics. <laughs> All right, don't be an elitist, Jeremy. We'll watch. I know, the show. but you know. Because right. it, it, it already it highlighted that it's talking about the guy who, like, you know, I don't remember his name, but yeah, the guy, the guy, the, the guy who was in the church that they got rid of because he said that the the son wasn't. It was, yeah, and he says like, your God's too small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, he was he essentially he was going against Copernican theory of Earth is the center of our solar system, but went was beyond that. He went and went Newtonian. Which is that sun is the the center of our solar system, and he was like, no, 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 no. There's a center of the universe, and everyone, th- everything goes around that. That and and they. No, he was it. just saying that it's like endless. It's not limited to just our thing. Yeah. So that I think that's the episode one. Maybe we don't need to watch it, but I think we should. If we. Can yeah, make no, it I, w- I'd watch it. Yeah. So let's make an effort to watch it, and we'll review it. And then, all right. So quickly, we're gonna push on to this uh, the Ukrainian Russian. Um, yeah, I thought that was interesting because I hadn't considered. This whole uh, conflict, um, since we don't have the shuttle anymore, Russia is our only transport to and from the International Space Station. So if, if stuff gets weird, we're kind of stuck because, I mean, there's a it's international. The Americans are up there. Yeah, so I was reading this, and you had pointed out to me in a lunch conversation that we have sent a private ship up top, up there to... Yeah, to... It's, there's a, it's only... They've done it twice now, the Dragon module, which is pretty cool. So at some point in the future, we'll have commercial like ferrying to it, but it's still not that close. Right, and they were saying that we are, we are years away from yeah. having any sort of manned... Um, Especially NASA, specifically U.S. manned spacecraft, because we know we we deprecated the shuttle, and we don't have anything. We didn't have anything next in line. And yeah, I mean, saying, did, they canceled it, the Orion or whatever. Well, they said 2021. Yeah, was the, that was the timetable, and they said, "Oh, what if things go bad with Russia? What are we going to do?" And they were like, "Maybe, maybe 2015, but more likely 2016 if we really pushed." Yeah, push, push, they push, said push. that they're basically just gonna have to pay Russia a bunch, or they'll take like our astronauts hostage. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's an. It's crazy. That's a crazy. Yeah, thing. I thought it's an interesting. I hadn't even considered that because I mean, it's always been rocky with Russia. Well, not always, but like it. We've had a rocky past. I was reading more about um, Vladimir Putin though. He seems cooler than I thought, actually. <laughs> I mean, I like. I don't really know much much about him, but. I mean, it's cool he basically fixed Russia. Uh, According to his Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's being updated by... Pu- Putin was with a gun behind the guy who's updating that page. Probably, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, it was an interesting read on Wikipedia. I'm sure there's conflicting... It's probably one of those ones that's uh, totally, you know, updated all the time. I didn't look at the edit history. 
So the, which you can do and makes Wikipedia a way more uh, reliable source. So I mean, because you can look at the edit history. Uh, again, I'm no expert on Va Vladimir Putin, but I do know that he's very authoritative. Authoritative, and he he is he would run he would run a dictatorship. He he ran for, he was president. Try and then now is prime minister, I believe, or vice yeah. versa, one of those two. Um, <clears throat> but, he, he controls the press. He controls the media. He is a trying to get back the glory of the former Soviet Union, and he'll stop stop at nothing to to get that. And I'm speaking purely off the cuff. I if I, I was I'm not gonna I'm, this is not a prepared speech, but I in general I don't think he's good for humankind. Yeah. Oh, I mean, probably. But I feel like he's probably. I mean, I also don't know anything about this, but more like that now than he was at the beginning, like, because he originally started in 2000 being the prime minister, or president, or whatever. Yeah, so... And then he, and then he served two terms, but then, and then he was the other thing, because he couldn't stay in, but now they just changed it, and so it's a six-year term, and then he got it, like, non-consecutively, and so basically, like, yeah, he's just creating his own... He's just creating a dictatorship. Yeah, he's guy. creating it, but I feel like at the beginning... Like he helped out, according to Wikipedia. Well, he's—I mean, <laughs> he's creating a dictatorship through the guise of democracy, and and uh, and first off, they had Sochi. The Olympics were in Sochi, okay, and it was this—it was like the torch went out, and they literally just invaded a country. I know. Yeah, that's crazy. I know the invasion stuff. That's intense. So. I, I don't know. I I don't feel that's I don't support him very much. Uh, yeah. And I and anything that I I feel like if we could do something to to help those the people there. Um. I, again, it's a very complicated situation and I don't fully understand it, so I'm not going to speak too much of it. But I just know anyone invading any country, whether it's for because they feel like they have the right to it or not, is not okay. So. Yeah. Um. It's true. So I, two two other things before we get into the review because we should get into the review roulette. Um, yes. Bitcoin. So we have two big stories that happened since the last time we were on. Um, one, Mount Gox, the number one, or I don't know, was it number one? I guess. Yeah, it was the, number one. But it was dumb anyways. I mean, I think it's dumb people trusted them. I agree. And again, it was Magic the Gathering online exchange. Yeah, it wasn't even supposed to be for Bitcoins. Right. So I mean, for, it was like something else, and then they like, yeah. So for I, those who was, don't know what Bitcoin is, do a quick research. I know my mom probably will watch this portion of the show and be like, what's a Bitcoin? Bitcoin is a, a virtual currency that uh, is traded. Um, it's it's a cryptocurrency. It? It's a cryptocurrency, correct. It's different than virtual. Uh, well, digital currency. How about that? All right, I guess. <laughs> a dig, how about a digital cryptocurrency? Yeah, okay, that works. Okay, so that is, uh, you know, you mine coins through, which helps process transactions on the web. Um, they have an intrinsic value in the sense that people are willing to pay U.S. dollars or real yeah. currency for them. I mean, them. it's more that there's a finite number of them, and there's work that goes into getting them that gives them some value, and so then they have, you know, value from the work that you did and that what other people give them. Right. Because, and I mean, really... It, the currency doesn't have any value except for what other people give it, but it has that small layer also of being something that takes work to get rather than just being totally arbitrary. 
So that this uh, we could probably spend an entire hour just talking about Bitcoin, and I just want to get just to the point here. Mt. Gox, which is for those who are not like, it's just a way for people to trade Bitcoin for other currencies. It's basically a Bitcoin bank. Yeah, it's a Bitcoin bank. Collapsed. It's n- it was not FDIC insured. So if you had money. Bitcoin in there that actually had real world dollars, they lost everything. So yeah, I think because four, I mean it wasn't, it was just a bunch of guys. It wasn't like an institute. Right. They just had a crappy site. And four hundred eighty million dollars just disappeared. Yeah. First day yesterday to today, not yesterday, but one night there was four hundred eighty billion dollars. The next night there wasn't. So that that's the dangers of these things. Um, the value hasn't gone down much though of bitcoins. Right. And then. Secondly, you know, for a very long time, no one knew what, who created Bitcoin. Yeah, because they, they stayed anonymous. Right, but his they name had, they is, had a pseudo whatever that's called. Yes, yeah, Satoshi Nakamura was it? Yeah. So as of yesterday, Newsweek claims they found him. Yeah, but yeah. But he, he said it's not him though. But to, that's today. He now says it's not him. I mean, because he just like got a free lunch out of it or whatever. I don't. I don't know. So more to come on that one. But the inventor of Bitcoin may or may not have been founded. That's another thing about this this currency, this digital cryptocurrency, is that it was invented by someone anonymously. It took on a life of its own, and yeah. and now this the, they were kind of looking for this guy. Newsweek claims they found him, but as of today, that might be a been a debunked, but we don't know. We don't know. So I mean, I don't see why it makes a difference. It's It does make a difference. Why? Because it's the inventor of... It doesn't make a difference to the currency. It just makes a difference to the people that use it. They. It doesn't matter, I guess, to the value or whatever. It just matters. I, know. I think that it was a good move to stay anonymous in, like, who invented... Because it's not important, and it, like, devalues, like, the idea if, like, it's... Because it's supposed to be decentralized. Right. Like the whole thing's open source. It's like there's nothing hidden about it. I agree, and I just think it's, a, but it is a big deal. Yeah. Regardless of whether it's it it matters to the currency or to the value, not the value, but the legitimacy of the currency at this point. I don't know if that really. It's just a deal. Like if if someone invented, uh, like it's like writing a book under a pseudonym. Yeah, and then having it be like the most popular book ever. Exactly, and then you find out, oh, this is that person. You want to talk to that person because they wrote this book under this pen name, and now you could get a kind of like their take on what they did, even though they live anonymously through this thing. And it's in this case, it's even different because people who write under a pen name still get paid for the work they did. Yeah. So in this case, this guy just did it and threw it out there on the. Internet. Well, also, like, supposedly he would be paid because. Um, uh, at the beginning, he like he basically he'd have a super lot of bitcoins. Right, he had four. He'd have like the most, basically. Yeah, exactly. Because he, he the... started it, and so like, at the beginning of the at the equations, like it pays out more. Right. And it's important to have like a large chunk that's never going to be cashed out. So he's just going to sit on that to make it work. Assuming that he is that guy, so well, no, I mean, whoever it is, will sit on it. That's right. That's what they're saying. Someone, he, if he is in fact that guy, he is a billionaire. Yeah. Based off of current valuation of the of the Bitcoin. All right. So that those were the, those were the kind of the things we wanted to talk about. I think it's time to get into review roulette. Woo! <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For those who are unfamiliar... That was that roulette thing. Yeah, I, I got I loved it. <laughs> okay, okay. It was either that or a money wheel. I couldn't decide. So, uh, same uh, difference. Yeah. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, Review Roulette is where we, each week, Fresher, that's Jeremy, and Parlance, myself, we uh, randomly uh, select a movie from the Netflix catalog. Um, we'll pick a genre, and then we will both select a title randomly, and... Uh, we will pick from those two titles and review it the following week. Last week, we picked Jeremy's selection, uh, The Doom Generation. The Doom Generation? Starring... And I hadn't heard of this, but one of my other friends said that they used to watch this all the time in middle school. So apparently it had some sort of cult following type situation. For middle schoolers. And now that I think about it, that would be... Totally, this movie would be totally inappropriate for middle schoolers. I know, and, and uh, also makes sense. The humor is a very middle school-ish. Yeah. Um. So let's so, get, let's get right into it, Jeremy. Yeah, what, I'd say the think? summary of the whole movie is basically it's these this couple, loose couple, a loose as in they're not like they're young and they haven't been together that long. Um. They meet up with this guy, and then a bunch of weird stuff happens. Right. That's that's the story. It sounds simple, but that is the whole story. That's the story. Uh, so Rose McGowan is the. This was her first role, by the way. I don't. Oh really? Yeah, this was. Her I mean, first... I actually didn't know who that was, but she, she was Amy Blue. Was yeah, and I noticed. I mean, the... well, I mean, before like the actress or whatever. So the three characters' last names were red, white, and blue. I oh, I didn't know. even get that. Yeah. I yeah. know. I think that this this movie like totally tried to do all the little like weird things. Like all the signs on the walls were like, you know, shoplifters will be executed and like everything costs six dollars and sixty six cents. Right, exactly. Well that was every time they bought something even when three hot dogs even though it said ninety nine cents on the wall, it said two hot dogs with the works for ninety nine cents. Yeah. Three hot dogs and a soda and it was six sixty six. I was like, that is false advertising. I know. Then, I totally thought this was gonna like end up being that that the third guy that they pick up was gonna be like the devil, or and, like it was gonna like reveal itself in some sort of thing, but it didn't. It just like was weird. And so, so let's uh, we'll start from the beginning. Um, by the way, I feel like smooth move X lax that she said that. Yeah, the, I, I know. I, I feel like I've heard that a lot. <laughs> Her insults were just like ridiculous. How about when they were in the thing? She was like, "Life sucks," and he's like, "I know. I feel like I'm a a mal a hamster inside Richard, a suffocating inside Richard Gere's intestine." I know. Yeah. <laughs> and that guy was totally like Ted from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, it was a really bizarre film. It had overall, my feeling of the film was basically a cross between Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Beetlejuice, and um. Ugh, I forgot the other one. The um, Quentin Tarantino one or whatever. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, that one. So I think Pulp Fiction. It was more like Pulp Fiction than any of the others. Oh, I think it tried. I don't. I think Pulp. I don't know what year this was. Was this ninety? It was ninety-five. This one. So ninety-five. Pulp Fiction was ninety-four. Oh, so yeah, it, it was totally because it was really similar. It was just more not real. It was kind of uh, like. Just ridiculous. Like Beetlejuice. That's the Beetlejuice part. <laughs> uh, it was it. So it, it's apparently based off of uh, a Jean-Luc Godard film, who does a lot of kind of 
I don't want to say, I'm trying to think of the word. I don't know what the word is, but very surreal, but not like surreal, but kind of like wishy-washy characters. Yeah. Like he's good at wishy-washy characters, and I think this guy tried to, to, to replicate that a little bit. Um, yeah. with, with, with specifically all characters, they, all three of the main characters in this film had varying degrees of sociopathy, I, I want to say. I, I don't even know what the, the word is, but they were, in, they were indifferent to so much stuff. Yeah. I mean, the main guy, I thought he was going to be... I mean, main as in the guy who they met. So, like, they were, they, they were killed. So, they were upset about the people killing... She was. They were. She was upset. The other guy was just like, "Whatever, dude. Like, he's trying to be nice. He's all right." <laughs> yeah. And uh, there was, was a, lot, a pretty good impression, actually. Uh, and by the way, there was a lot of. Uh, they were leading in on some homosexual themes. I know. Yeah. At, right at the beginning, I totally thought that they were going to do something more with that, but they just alluded to it. Also, like on the TV, when they were like, "These skull earrings have been known to be." Like, by the outcast people, like, homosexuals. Like, they totally were, like, being super brutal and, like, I don't know. Did you see when, in the very beginning in the credits, it said a heterosexual film by Greg Araki? Really? No. <laughs> That's what it said in the credits. Really? It seemed, like, super, like, doing, you know, gay stuff, but then, like, trying to be super homophobic. Right. So, Rose, speaking of heterosexuality... So Rose McGowan can't stand this guy. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, like, he just just jumps into bed, and she's like, and just undresses himself, and she just has sex with him. Yeah, I mean, like, probably the larger plot point in the whole thing was just that she's having sex with them all the time. And everyone else, because she, they kept running into people who were like... No, you. but I think that that was a whole thing that she didn't really know them. I thought that that was going to turn out something weird, too, because I don't think that she did know them. Like, how every time they'd meet a new group of weird people, they'd totally recognize her and, and say, like, you know, like, why did you leave me and stuff? So but was, she, so was that implying she was, like, the fantasy girl of everyone in the universe? I kind of think so. I thought it was going to be something that, because that guy was with them, like, stuff was being weird. But stuff was just weird anyways. So, yeah, and th there was two cameos I noticed. There was Parker Posey showed up as one of the, the ex-jilted lovers, the woman, and with the, the, gla the heart glasses. Yeah, where they, where the that, guy was got probably, that was my favorite, uh, like, scene thing. Besides, the hotel rooms were way cool. Like, I feel like the scenery was pretty awesome. But that room, it was cool. They were totally playing Piscato 5, and they had just gone to the thrift store, so they had, like, kind of cool clothes. Like, her clear jacket thing was kind of awesome. I think that, like, some of the style stuff, it was definitely from, like, when I was in middle school or something, but it totally was really good for that style. Like I the agree. belt buckle, dude. I thought the scene design, what do you call it, the scene is the mise-en-scene, what was on screen yeah. was very good. What what they presented was on the costumes, the scenery. I thought the hotel rooms were excellent. They all had a different theme. Yeah, they were and, really cool. And also, I, I just one other cameo, Perry Farrell, was the second, not the one that got, not the Asian guy that got decapitated. Perry Farrell from um, Jane's Addiction was the second convenience store. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I believe that was the one he bought the yo-yo at, I think. I'm not sure. Which um, is weird, too. Yeah, because he was just yo-yoing around. Just yo-yoing around. Um, I, that could have been a metaphor, you know? I think it, I think it like, something, because 
they have all those things where the dude was jerking off and stuff, and I thought that they were trying to do something with that with the yo-yo. I th- I just thought it was like you know, you know, she goes away and then comes back kind of thing. Oh, that's even better. I because like that you know, because she was at that time she was having sex with that other dude, and he yeah. came back with the yo-yo, and he's yo-yoing outside, and he looks in the window. And he sees them, and he's like, well, whatever. And then they show a montage of him, like, walking through, like, a landfill with the yo-yo. He's, <laughs> yeah. like, he's like, whatever, I'll know she's, like, I'm, she's gone now, but she's going to come back kind of thing. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. I, I didn't read that deep into it. But I feel like there's a lot of stuff that they tried to do like that. Yeah, so um, I just want to get to the very end because I feel like this is the part where you said you fast-forwarded through the very end? No, I didn't fast-forward. I fast-forwarded through the part where they hit the dog. Okay, we need to talk about that scene. Yeah, I well, so they didn't care about anything. Yeah, they I know that dog. was dumb. But then it was like I feel like that was the most graphic because the dude's head that was dumb. That wasn't really graphic. And oh yeah, they stabbed that dude in the crotch with the sword. That yes. wasn't that graphic either. But the dog was super graphic. It's a guts roll coming out and stuff. And I don't know. And, but that was my point. They ch- the head was chopped off. Swords were in- put through. Genitals. Yeah. Uh, uh, there was a lot of violence. Uh, a guy's arm was chopped off. The 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 fast food guy. Yeah. His arm was chopped off. No emotion. No nothing. I was just like, get away. We need get away from this guy. She hits the dog. She slams on the brakes. They walk back. And she's heartbroken. Heartbroken. Yeah. I was just like, okay, so all this carnage. You killed all of these humans. You don't care at all. But you hit a dog, and all of a sudden it's the worst thing in the world that's ever happened. Yeah, I know. Nah, whatever. Ridiculous. Yeah, so then at the end, there's a weird threesome. It's not even a threesome. No, it's a threesome. I, I feel like she was just getting with the one guy, and then the third guy c- came, and then like... Not came, joined Yeah, him. no, he came into the scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then... uh. And then, like, she had to pee or something, and she left, and then it was the whole weird rape thing. Okay, the last scene, so the last scene was ridiculous. First off, it went black on my screen, and I was, like, tapping my screen, like, yeah. what the hell? did it? Well, they, they threw the water on the fire or whatever. So then it's completely black, and then it started strobing these shirtless... By the way, was that, were they supposed to be a, a homosexual gang? I, they they were super anti-homo because they're like you damn homos. But th- I thought like, that, that's the weird thing because I thought they were like that. That was the weird thing. I think they were just they were homophobic because they themselves were. I know the whole there was so much stuff of like direct, not comments but like commentary basically on being gay. But I don't really know where they stand on it. It was like just I don't know. It was I think, weird. I think it was. I think that was supposed to be ironic. I think that that those we're we're taking this second second third level here because I think because <laughs> yeah. I do feel strongly that there was just from opening credits when he put down this is a heterosexual film by yeah I didn't even notice that and then we lead into this very weird relationship between the two gen, the two guys the, the two the, gentlemen whatever the the two <laughs> and the guys. lady. And the lady, um, the, the, they kind of played that angle a lot, and then there was just a lot of kind of I don't want to say they alluded to a lot of like like 
homosexuality. There was a lot of burping, by the way. I know, and, yeah. I, I just put... Yeah, you're right. Um, she's always like, oh, god damn it, guys. Because there was a scene... I liked how she was upset all the time, actually. The scene <laughs> where they're... Like, the first scene where they're in the first hotel room after they, they chopped... The guy chopped the head off or shot the guy's head off... And it was the first scene where they alluded to kind of like the relationship between the two guys, where they were. Yeah, he was I, like, that's like even just since he was in the far the car at the beginning, the guy I thought he was totally into him. Right, you know what I, I mean, know. he's like, yeah. why did we kick him out? He was cool. He's yeah. Cool. <laughs> so, but the, it was so funny. They have this really like it, it seems like an intimate moment while she, the one girl is um is in the, in taking a bath. Yeah. And they're having this intimate moment, and you're like, oh, they get really close, and you think they're going to kiss or whatever? Yeah, it was, and, like, super like that. And then he belches really loudly, <laughs> and he's like, oh, I got to go. And then he goes in and then has sex with his girlfriend. Yeah. So it was this weird play on sexuality in the, in the whole film, and, and my feeling is at the end, that they were a, a, a ragtag group of, like, homosexuals. Yeah. But it was kind of like they were... They were, I don't know, like he was making a comment on maybe homophobia or whatever, and it was just, it took a bizarre turn. Yeah, but then also they're just hanging out in the car, and like, they were like, you want some Cheetos? Is basically no, that was it. at the end. No, that was the very end. He's like, you want a Dorito. A dur- yeah, and they seemed like not that shook up. Well, okay, so and let's, they let's talk about that. didn't even actually say that the guy died, and then he's just not there. So the Keanu Reeves-looking guy, the, the the stoner, essentially gets his penis chopped off by these Nazi, the, yeah. these naked Nazi. They have Nazi insignias or whatever. The swastikas on their chest, written in blood. I guess they rape Rose McGowan. Yeah. They bind up, um, the other gentleman, the other the the killer guy. Then Rose McGowan escapes and then like stabs them, and then they're. The next thing you know, they're on this, the road. They're, like, staring off into the distance, and they're, like, very quiet. They're both wearing, like, sunglasses, and... Yeah. And they're both quiet, and he's like, you want a Dorito? Oh. And that was, like, the movie. The other thing, though, it was kind of cool that uh, the Keanu Reeves guy totally... He did a your mom joke when they were, like, holding him up <laughs> right before they were going to rape that rape the chick. What was the joke? I forget. I know. He said, like, um... I don't, I don't remember. I mean, he just... It was basically, like, that's what your mom said, or something like that, like... That's what pissed off the guy, which went over there and he... Chopped, yeah, he was gonna do it anyways. It didn't matter. He chopped off his penis with the, with hedge clippers, if I... I still thought it was cool that he did your mom joke on that part. And one of the other jokes, because the jokes were horrible, but um, the other joke that the chick said that was pretty good was, um, uh, you're like a life support system for a cock. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Uh, at one point, she also said, eat my fuck. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. I don't know what that even means. Eat my fuck. I know, and you were saying on the IMDb page, as a quote of hers, it just says, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... I was wondering, what city was that? So, so it was L.A., I think. It was supposed to be L.A.? Well, they shot it in L.A. I read that they shot it in L.A., but they used kind of anonymous... Um, settings, so they got rid of any recognizable landscapes. Oh, yeah. But, but to me, it, it was just like anonymous West Coast town. That's the way it played to me. Yeah. And the skull lighter thing, I mean, that kept coming... They had so many like th- like things that were seemed supposed to be deep or something, but I don't know if they were. Uh, yeah, here's the thing. I think that film is pretty good. I've Just from like a 
I mean, obviously dated, but... Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah. It was all right. It was intense. I think it was intense. Um, let's let's get to the review. I feel like we're... We, yeah, so yeah. what are you going to... I think this is going to be the highest review I've ever given in review. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Guess what I'm oh, going to give you, it? You go first. Seven. Wow, seven? Yeah. That's pretty good. I am going to give it a 4.5. Whoa! That's our biggest disparity yet. No, it's not the biggest disparity, but it is the biggest disparity the other direction. Right, that's true. I because really, I thought it was good. I thought it was worth it. I, I mean, I think it was okay, but I don't think that I'd watch it again. I actually think I may watch it again. I don't think I'd. It was too... I don't know. I don't so, think I'd watch it again. So, apparently... I mean, I, I'm not... I guess I'm glad that I've seen it to some extent, but, like, it wasn't, like... I, don't know, I wouldn't suggest it. So apparently, uh, this is a part two of a trilogy. It's part two. Yeah. Like, is there other movies? Yeah. Or did they just not make them? No, they made them. Is it the same people? No. Oh. Huh. I might see what the other ones were doing because I mean it was super weird. So, uh, yeah, all right. So what, what is that? that? Would, you good, give it, would you give it four and a half? Good movie, 4.5, yes. So that's a, a 11.5, so what is that, six, like almost six. It's not, not bad. No, five, whatever, 11, yeah, five and like 5.75 or whatever. All right, let's, uh, let's pick the next movie for next week. Cool, so which uh, genre should we do? Uh, you like, com- we, well, let's, do you want to do comedies again? or? Was that, that wasn't a comedy, right? Uh, yeah, that was a comedy, I think. Was it? It wasn't? I don't remember. I think it was. Alright, well, I clicked comedy anyways. Okay, what did you get? Um... (laughs) This looks pretty funny. I got, uh, Slumber Party. After, (laughs) it's, uh, after being asked to house sit at her rich uncle's home in Palm Springs for the weekend, S- sexy young Naomi plans a girl-only getaway for her best friends. But the fun really begins when her uncle's neighbors and his friends decide to crash the party. What? That's not, it looks ridiculous. So, 2.5 Netflix rating. I, I got Something's Gotta Give. That sounds... I don't know. You probably, uh, it's starring Jack Nicholson, Diane Keaton, Keanu Reeves, Francis McDormand, Amanda P. John Favreau. It says here, still sexy at 60, Harry Sanborn is having the time of his life, whining, dining, and betting women half his age. But when he agrees to, the, to go to the Hamptons with his girlfriend, their getaway goes awry after her playwright mother stops in unannounced. <laughs> this, by the way, is a movie my mom would see in the theater. It sounds... Way more like a legit movie than the, though I think this one's exciting. Slumber Party, just because it sounds super horrible. I think we got to go with Slumber Party. This movie's two hours long. It's Jack Nicholson and a Diane Keaton, an old. It's like an old old person romantic comedy. Yeah, yeah this I, one's seventy six minutes. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's from yeah. two thousand five. Oh man, that sounds like a TV movie. It looks like a TV movie. It looks ridiculous. Like the front is just like three chicks like in like skimpy pajamas like. What? And then, like, a bunch of guys, like, in the window. (laughs) All right, let's do it. It looks ridiculous. 
What's it called again? Slumber Party. All right, I'm in. We'll do it. Woot! Slumber Party for next week. All right, well... So anything else you want to cover off? I think we... I think we we're probably it. good. I mean, we, we're going over, but also, like, with technical difficulties, you know... Oh, my God, I just looked at this freaking the movie you picked. Yeah. Oh, dear. It looks ridiculous, right? This There's lecherous old people looking in the window while these three girls with the teddy bear are, are like, slumber. I know. It's oh, ridiculous. Dear. Okay. And All it's right. her, like, uncle's neighbors. I've never... That's, like, a weird... Usually it's, like, the other teen boys or whatever, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I can't tell. Are they old people? I mean, they're supposed to be. Because these girls look kind of young. I think that's a slumber party. They're probably... I don't know. It just looks ridiculous. Okay. All right. So that's what we'll do. So um, I think that's it. Uh, this is uh, Par Lansing. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. This is Fresher. Signing out. All right. Have a good one, guys. Whoop.